That son of a bitch! Brigadier General Arnold Symington brought the paperweight down on the thick layer of glass on his Pentagon desk. The glass shattered. Fragments shot through the air in all directions. He couldn't! He did, sir, replied the frightened lieutenant, shielding his eyes from the office shrapnel. The Chinese are very upset. The premier himself dictated the complaint to the diplomatic mission. They're running editorials in the Red Star and broadcasting them over Radio Peking. How the hell can they? Symington removed a piece of glass from his little finger. What the hell are they saying? We interrupt this program to announce that the American military representative, General Mackenzie Hawkins, shot the balls off a ten-foot jade statue in Sun Tai Square? Bullshit. Peking wouldn't allow that. It's too goddamned undignified. They're phrasing it a bit differently, sir. They say he destroyed an historic monument of precious stone in the Forbidden City. They say it's as though someone blew up the Lincoln Memorial. It's a different kind of statue. Lincoln's got clothes on. His balls don't show. It's not the same. Nevertheless, the White House thinks the parallel is justified, sir. The President wants Hawkins removed. More than removed, actually. He wants him cashiered. Court-martial and all. Publicly. Oh, for Christ's sake, that's out of the question. Symington leaned back in his chair and breathed deeply, trying to control himself. He reached out for the report on his desk. We'll transfer him. With a reprimand. We'll send transcripts of the... censure. We'll call it a censure to Peking. That's not strong enough, sir. The State Department made it clear. The President concurs. We have trade agreements pending... For Christ's sake, Lieutenant, interrupted the brigadier. Will someone tell that spinning top in the Oval Office that he can't have it on all points of the compass? Mac Hawkins was selected from 27 candidates. I remember exactly what the president said. Exactly. That mother's perfect. That's what he said. That's inoperative now, sir. He feels the trade agreements take precedent over prior considerations. The lieutenant was beginning to perspire. You bastards kill me, said Symington, lowering his voice ominously. You really frost my apricots. How do you figure to do that? Make it inoperative, I mean. Hawkins may be a sharp pain in your diplomatic ass right now, but that doesn't wash away what was operative. He was a fucking teenage hero at the Battle of the Bulge and West Point football. And if they gave medals for what he did in Southeast Asia, even Mac Hawkins isn't strong enough to wear all that hardware. He makes John Wayne look like a pansy. He's real. That's why that oval yo-yo picked him. I really think the office of the presidency, regardless of what you may think of the man as commander-in-chief, he— Horse shit! The brigadier general roared again, separating the words in equal emphasis, giving the crudity of his oath the sound of a military cadence. 
I'm simply explaining to you, in the strongest terms I know, that you don't publicly court-martial a Mackenzie Hawkins to satisfy a Peking complaint, no matter how many goddamn trade agreements are floating round. Do you know why, Lieutenant? The young officer replied softly, sure of his accuracy. Because he would make an issue of it. Publicly. Bingo! Symington's comments sprang out in a high-pitched monotone. The Hawkinses of this country have a constituency, Lieutenant. That's precisely why our Commander-in-Chief picked him. He's a political palliative. And if you don't think Mac Hawkins knows it, well, you didn't have to recruit him. I did. We are prepared for that reaction, General. The Lieutenant's words were barely audible. The brigadier leaned forward, careful not to put his elbows in the shattered glass. I didn't get that. The State Department anticipated a hard-line counterthrust. Therefore, we must institute an aggressive counterreaction to that thrust.